Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Humans, after 12 years, we have parted ways with the corporate networks. We are taking it to the next level with our own independent platform, improvforhumans.com. We're not just continuing the show. We have created a hub for you all to go deeper into the craft of improv with me, Brett, and all the guests that you love so much from Improper Humans, along with a ton of new exclusive podcast and content. Not only will you still find new ad-supported episodes available free every week, as always, but now with our new Rule of Four subscription, only $40 for a year, $4 a month, you get ad-free new episodes every week with bonus scenes exclusive access to the entire back catalog. That's over 600 episodes, all ad-free. Four brand new improv education podcasts I call Professor Besser, where I will break down classic improv for human scenes, take questions from the members-only Discord, explore, debate the craft with other improv experts. Have you heard me talk with Will Hines and Ian Roberts yet? And I have also uploaded my vault of VHS tapes from the, the Stone Ages, the 90s, the early aughts, featuring tons of never-seen footage, as well as what I believe to be the greatest comedy movies that I will share with you with other guests. Sketches, performances, stand-up bits. Wait till you see this all on Professor Besser. Plus, I have this whole other feed, the best Taste in the Universe, where I deep dive with guests on music and sci-fi. On that, just whole separate feed, but it's all part of the Rule of Four subscription. Plus, you get all four of our premium limited series Brett and I made with all-star casts, including Stolen Idea, My Dead Wife, The Robot Car, The States of Perfection, and Besser versus The Audience. And for the first time ever... All of our content can be listened to virtually any podcast app. Gone are the days of needing separate apps to get all this stuff. The sign-up process could not be easier. It just takes one step, one tap to import each of our feeds into your app. And then you can just listen like any other show. All this for $4 a month individually or $40 for an entire year. That's two months of savings. Humans, $40 for one year right now. Humans, you know, leaving the corporate network I mentioned earlier, that makes producing a podcast with three paid guests not as easy, but it is a labor of love for Brett and I. By subscribing, not only are you allowing us to make new episodes, you're supporting our ensemble and empowering all sorts of new content that's already up for you to take a taste of. Just for $4, go taste it, humans. If nothing else... You won't have to hear this message again. So go to improvforhumans.com and sign up now. Human, you are entering an improvised comedy show. Restricted to humans only. 
Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. Based on your suggestions and other sources of inspiration, Matt and guests will perform fully improvised scenes. Today's episode features human guests. Tammy, Dan, Chris, welcome to Improv for Humans with Matt Besser. That is... <laughs> Who is it? <laughs> oh, yes. Oh, I almost passed out doing that. Your face got very red. Yeah, you I went. once tried to sing my war during the uh, pandemic straight through and I almost passed out. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Humans, welcome. Tammy, like, do you get excited about what list would you, if you, this would be clickbait for you, you're like, fuck, I got to read that fucking list. And it could be a oh. list where you think you're going to get mad or you're just really excited. Like, oh, I'd really like to know what the I best sitcom get... of all time is. No, I always get mad. I, I always <laughs> do. But do you want to get mad? I kind of read lists maybe possibly wanting to get mad. <laughs> uh, I don't, as I'm saying that, I'm like, I don't think I want to get mad, but I read the list. So clearly some part of me wants to. Tell yeah, me, feel, give me an example of a list that you would be intrigued by. Uh, okay, or, this or is embarrassing. Them, no, it's always honestly something that I might be on and then I'm not on. So that's <laughs> okay, the that's honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So it'd be like episodes of a show that I wrote on and or like, oh, oh, okay. yeah, if I'm yeah, like yeah. on a podcast that week and they list like what podcasts they loved of that. Like, yeah, it's a hundred percent something <laughs> okay, that I'm yes. not on. Yeah. Yes. Okay. We cut to, um, a cafe where Tammy, Hey, Tammy. Hey, what's up? Hey, do you see that list? The Tammy list? You probably haven't seen it. List of, uh, Biggest Tammies in Hollywood in the last 25 years just came out. I have oh, a quick scrolled it. Uh, oh. I just quick scrolled. I just saw it myself. That's crazy. It, here, I'm, I'm Googling it now. Is it like Vulture or something? Um, I don't know. Is it Vanity Fair or Rolling Stone? I can't. I just, I get all this aggregate of news here. No, no, no. I found it. I found it. And everyone's retweeting it. Let uh, me just subscribe to Vanity Fair oh, Tammy Wynette <laughs> Jr.'s daughter yeah. just retweeted it on my feed. Okay. 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 I'm quick scrolling it. Okay. Load more. Okay. You know what? Maybe it's- Not um, in the first 50. It might be Tammy's MMY. Is the- no, no. It's all spellings. I've got uh, one Carmel Tammy. Macchiato for Tammy. Three M's. Oh, that's Carmel me. Macchi oh, no. Not you. You're not in the top nine Tammies that have ordered caramel macchiatos at this cafe. <laughs> Thank you. Excuse me. Excuse oh, me. Tammy, there you go. Number three. Oh, how are you? Good to see you, Tammy. Moving vacation? on up the ranks. Oh, my vacation. It was awesome. I was jet skiing like a fiend. You know me. Mm -hmm. Thank you so much I for asking. I do know you. I'm one of the Tammies who know you. 
Thank you for being such a big part of the fabric of this place on an everyday basis and also caring about me. That means a lot. <clears throat> I'll get to you. I'll get to you when you. I get to you. I'll get to you when I get to you. Okay, okay. I'll go to the next 50. You're not on it either. That's so unfair. I always now. ask him how he's doing. I mentioned he has a tan. He has never once mentioned that he's been on vacation. That's not fair. I tip him $2. You said $2. something about him having a tan? Yeah, he had a tan. I was like, oh, were you out of town? I think that's just the color of his skin. I always tip $2 and it's like, I, I never get anything. No matter how, what if you buy a lot? Well, I'm, well then I'll, I'll tip more, but yeah. I mean, I mean, I figure okay. also $2 every time that builds up to. Oh, Tammy Sager. Oh no, that's a G, just G-E-R. Oh, what, Do you know I mean, what one? is that? T, Tammy, M-M-Y-S-A-G-E-R? No. I guess she, uh. What uh, is she even being ranked she for? She created the new Star Trek. Oh, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. Oh, I'm I, just reading about her. Gosh, she created it all by herself. That's cool. Okay. Well, that's, I mean, she created a show. I've never created a show. I've just like, you know, written on shows. So that makes sense. I'm that still scrolling. I'm just quick scrolling. Okay. You know, we could also just catch up. I haven't seen you a while. Yeah. It's not like my name's Tammy. I'm sorry I brought it up. I thought you'd be excited. I, you still could be in the top 150. I just went through 250 through 150. Yeah, that's that's cool. No, it's just, um, yeah, let's actually. Do you not think you're in it? You know what? Who knows? Who knows? You, I don't, you, you're not. It seems like you. Let's not do it. Let's just sit down. How are you doing? Excuse me, everybody. Uh, sorry to interrupt everybody. Is there anybody named Tammy who drives a Honda Accord who might have left your uh, lights on out in the parking lot? Yeah, I, that's me. I didn't. Any, is there anybody else who fits this description? Any any other Tammies who drive I'm, Honda Accords? I, I'm Tammy. I, I do drive an Accord, but I'm pretty diligent about my lights. Um, <laughs> what color's your Accord? Uh, like a cobalt blue. Yeah, it's cobalt blue. You're the winner. You're the oh, number one Tammy in this cafe okay. who drives a Honda Accord with your lights on. Thank my- you. Oh my gosh, you cake pop for me? Yeah, cake pop. Thank you. Oh, you cake pop. <laughs> this is unreal. This is really. Is You're unreal. still looking at the I list. Loaded, yeah, I loaded another 50. And oh there's another God. Tammy Sager spelled with two H's in the last name and three M's. Okay, you know what? This isn't making me feel great, Matt. So maybe we should just You could be in the top. Usually I have a discipline about not skipping a number one, but if you want to go the other direction. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not number one. Okay. I know that about myself. We said we would talk about. Who do you think's the number one Tammy in Hollywood right now? I mean, that you, uh, uh, Tammy Wynette, there's probably a porn star Tammy something, uh, you know, there's. (laughs) <laughs> One of those. Yeah, I'm scrolling through a lot of porn star Tammies. <laughs> Actually, Wait, you know that's I'm fair. Looking at these bios, they probably don't do any Tammy writers. It's probably also just well. I no wait no the other Tammy Sager created a Star Trek. <laughs> you know what, man? I thought we were going to talk about my dog who died. Okay. This is bumming me sure, out. This list. Sure. I'm going to put my phone away. I hate people who are always on their phones and like these. Clickbait list or just a symptom of that. So let's just yeah. put away. Hey, look, you uh, you found me through the proper channels in the dark web, and I, <laughs> I generally am no questions asked. I can take out these Tammies, you know. Thank I, you. 
Um, obviously, I, I have some some quick questions for you, or maybe not well, obviously. Not obviously. You just said you normally know questions asked. It's just, you know, uh, have you thought of changing your name to a little less common name? Maybe I know Vanity Fair is trying to put out more of these name lists. <laughs> Just before you do something you can't go back from, I'm worried about your moral, you know, center here shifting. Well, okay. I want you to name the top three Tammies that you know. It's not actually that common a name. Um, I guess Wynette Jr. Um, Tam, um, the, uh, there's Kinky Tammy, who I follow on OnlyFans. Uh, and then Tammy Wiseau, I didn't know he pronounced it Tammy, but uh, uh, it's a foreign name. So, yeah, those are my top three. What the fuck is going on? So, Chris, you've read this. Uh, Brett told me the list was out. I I scrolled it quickly before the show. And I'm not a guitar expert, but... Like I was saying to Tammy, I kind of go through some list. You have a few people in mind or shows or whatever the list is that you're like, if this isn't on the list, this list sucks or I'm outraged. So how do you go through a list like the guitar list, guitarist list? It's the best 250, right? Well, I had two. I kind of went in with two goals, which is one. I wanted to see where Johnny Marr from the Smiths showed up because he's okay. always going to be on the best guitar list because he's like a real guitar nerd. Yeah, I thought he, he was a little he was low a, based on his reputation. Oh, uh, he was in the top 100 though, I think, right? He was, I think, up in the 60s. I thought he'd be better than that, but I have real wow, Smiths bias. that's pretty high. Okay, go ahead. And then I also check as a Jersey guy, I immediately, any best guitar list, I check to see if Marissa Paternoster from Screaming Females is on there. Because she was, seen, right? She was. And uh, like that band, I mean, they came out of New Brunswick. I mean, when you met me, I was a Rutgers student, Matt. Like I came out of New Brunswick as well. And if you've never seen Screaming Females Live, it's it's a real, it's really an experience. And a lot of it is because she's this really tiny lead who when she goes into solo mode, you feel like you're she watching. off. It's like you feel like you're watching something that's not totally real when you're okay. in the room. So you got you got both the people that you wanted on the list, maybe not happy with the rankings, but you just went in with two, and that's how you approach maybe a lot of lists. You have a couple like me on the on your shoulder, and if they're not on the list, you're outraged, and if they're yeah. on, you're like, "How is so and so ahead of my person?" That's usually the next person. Yeah. Dan, same question to you. Um, Did you care about this list first off? I mean, when you mentioned the list uh, of greatest guitarists, my first thing is like, how do you decide? Uh, yeah, what for makes sure a good subjective. guitar? Like, just they play cool solos, or uh, I'll, I'll tell you because I'm the greatest taste ever. But go ahead. How do you decide? <laughs> Uh, so that would be my first. When I look at lists, it is generally to get angry and also to be like, yeah, "Thank you." Oh, I haven't even heard of that yet. Um, or oh, to get turned on to something. Yes. Yeah, but I, generally to, I feel like they make the list to make people angry, like to get engagement. Yeah. Also, interesting. Okay. But I, I, when you talk about this, 
the first thing I was thinking of with Rolling Stone, I when I was 14, I remember like not respecting <laughs> them anymore because that's when I discovered Pinkerton by Weezer. <laughs> and there was a thing where Rolling Stone said it was like the worst album of the year. What? And then in the like 2000s, they read they like Apologized. did a list and they put it on like top 25 rock albums of the 90s. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, well, which how can I trust anything you say then? Because it's just one person. Yeah. And Pitchfork, they do that. They'll reconcile a Bester, review. I remember in Chicago one year that you were on a list twice and it was best and worst shows. Do you remember this? <laughs> I do. I do. And I this remember- is amazing that you remember this, Tim. Oh, I love your it, ability to just launch into something that could have been a sore spot, just that bold. Well, <laughs> uh, I love this because I know exactly what she's talking about and I hate that guy to this day. <laughs> Keep going. Was it Chris Jones? There was it like- was, who's like the number one theater critic in Chicago right now. And he I mean, was like us at the time he's like starting out and doing free press i mean honestly in chicago too there's like three critics so it'd be like a list of three if you were doing all the critics but yeah right. i remember <laughs> that list being struck by a yeah you were listed in the worst show and the best show and being like honest it, it also the reason i remember it so well is because it, in my mind i was like that's fucking awesome like that's somebody who's not afraid to fail he went after me i wish i still had i i wonder if i could google that review but he went after me in the most petty ways where i was like this motherfucker and i was really young i was like 21 or 22 and i'm i was in on a, in a list of like uh and it was a one-man show and it was in a list of like real, what I consider people who really did one man shows. And I was just doing this one man show at the Improv Olympic. I was like, fuck, man, this guy really fucking went after me. And his main thing was my show was two hours long, which was too long. But I didn't know what I was doing. But yeah. Do you remember which show me. was the top show? I don't know. It's probably virtual reality or... Uh, I think it was, see, I remember one of the shows, and honestly, I thought it was the bottom show was one that you did with Susan Messing. And then the other one was a solo show, but I didn't remember which one was worst and which one was best. But it was very much something that you were like- Uh, No, I only had something like that once. It was against my solo show and it was Chris Jones. (laughs) (laughs) I love that you can very clearly remember the bad review, but you can't remember what the good one was for. I know, right? (laughs) Well, we got a bunch, we and me got good reviews back then. I I, I didn't understand what a getting a bad review was us to be honest like I think it's kind of mean to get bad reviews at that level and like that's where it came out of nowhere to me and I kind of I, I continue to feel that to this day like to go if if I'm a comedy critic in a major city and I'm going to go see a comedy show and let's it's someone in their early 20s they're just beginning and they sh- shit on st- I mean uh, figuratively have a shitty show I'm going to go out of my way to give them a bad review. Just give them no review. Like they don't, they don't deserve that. You have to go give the, and that, and go give the high ticket price show with the person 
who's known, give them a bad review because they're ripping off the customers somehow. Oh. But like an improv Olympic show, come on, that's we, crazy. We cut to the offices of the Chicago Tribune. An editor approaches Chris Jones. Hey, Chris, uh, I got your review. You went to Naperville High School and uh, I didn't ask you to go see our town. Yeah. Oh, I thought you meant, I thought you were asking me if I attended Naperville High School and I would have said no. And if I had, as a graduate, I would have been ashamed of the quality of this production of our town. I know. Uh, you, but, you, but did I attend that woeful piece of dog shit they're calling our town? Yes, I did. Yes, I did. Okay. Yes, I did. Yes. I, I'm sorry. I spoke a little uh, rhetorically there. I know that you didn't go to that school because that was the lead to your article. I didn't go to Naperville high school. And if I did, I would be ashamed. Yeah. Uh, right. There was a, I asked you to go see This Life at Steppenwolf. That was the show you were supposed to go yes, see. Yes, it turns out tickets for that were sold out. So I found another <laughs> play with a two word name and replaced it. And frankly, frankly, my main thought walking out of there is this is why you don't cast sophomores as leads. You don't cast a sophomore as a lead. That girl's you, voice was cracking at inopportune moments. It took me out of it. Frankly, her ability to commit to the emotional complexity of our town was not there. I don't think her cerebral cortex is developed enough, frankly. I, honestly, Chris, you went after her body as well, which was well, pretty, that was really uncalled for. There's no need for Emily to have any kind of shape. Well, then Emily might need to think about her body as an instrument because all good actors know that it's voice, it's intent, and yes, body is one we of the cut, instruments. Uh, back to intermission of that play, and he's furiously scribbling a rendering of her. Excuse me, sir? Yes. Um, in the second half of the play, do you mind not making such a disturbance while watching? Because... We're all friends and family here, okay? Uh, disturbance. You don't need your, your running commentary. If my commentary is bothering you, I would suggest that nothing should be bothering you more than the lighting choices of this play. And if there's one thing to bother you more than the lighting choices, it would be the choreography and the staging. And if there's anything that should bother you more than that, it would be every directorial choice. Frankly, the number of things you should be Let's complaining just about talk, before Let's you just talk about me. the staging. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. The okay. staging and blocking you kept talking about, but when you're yes. doing that, you were standing up in front of us and waving your arms. Indeed so you're, you're blocking us way more than any poor choices and blocking on this stage. Do you understand that? Do you understand that you're hearing the wise words of Chris Jones? Do you understand who I am? Do you understand the power that I wield? Just let it go, Jim. Just let it go. He's just, yes, just going to be Just let it go, Jim. Jim, He's listen to your little lady, Jim, and just let it go. Of our daughter. What the hell? Jim, just listen to your lady and let it go. I'm oh, being struck by the hypocrisy of this. <laughs> what was that? You're bringing out your record. You're recording. I have a soundboard. I have a soundboard. Oh, I have a soundboard a I bring with DJ me. DJ or something? You just do drops? When I see cliche work, I answer with cliche sound clips. Jim. When I see cliche work and when I hear cliche complaints such as yours. And Jim, once again, I would say, listen to your little wifey and run along, Jim. Oh. Run along, Jim. 
I don't mind doing what she says, but your attitude, sir, I will never forget. Hey, Chris, Chris, uh, um, I, yeah. I'm, I, I just want to thank you for that review of the play. Um, you know, I, I auditioned and I've auditioned for that director so many times. I always get cast in the smallest roles. And it, it took a real strong man to finally call out what was happening on that stage. Uh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> it's an honor and a privilege to do what I do. And thank you, see, you for noticing. Chris is a barista at a coffee shop <laughs> talking to a 14-year-old girl. I, can I just ask, I, I'm thinking just because of the, the way you've inspired me, I don't even know if I want to pursue acting anymore. I, I think that what you do is, is is the true art in a lot of ways. Hey, Tammy, have you seen the list? <laughs> have you seen the new list? No, is it, what the is it? The new Tammy list is out. Is it in Vulture? <laughs> VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Let's talk some more about that. So, yes, now I have to ask Brett last because he's he's a guitarist, frankly. So, you know, he's got. He's got many chips on his shoulder when he enters a list like that. So who who was the who did you bring into your list, Brett? When you were like this guy or this one better be on this fucking list. Did you not? Did you not? Go I haven't actually. That? I haven't read through the whole thing, so I can't say really who uh, is left off. But I can say I think like a spoiler for Brett's answer is he is wearing a bucket head right now. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Buckethead was on bucket. the list. <laughs> Buckethead's not on the list? Oh, I don't I think he was. And I, I would say there be. weren't a lot of metal guitarists in general with metal yeah, being I would so say focused on guitar. Marty Friedman from Megadeth, if he's not on there, uh, I'm, I'm throwing the whole I thing I remember up. that. Is there um, somebody, if they made the list, that you would be upset about? Brett? Uh, yes, for sure. Um, wh one that did upset me is this artist, uh, Her, H-E-R. Yeah, acronym. Who seems like she uh, just only pops up on like award shows for some reason, like the Grammys, but like- Okay, not a real artist for some reason. She, it just seems like a lot of showiness of like, I'm a guitar player. I'm bringing back guitar, but there's not a single thing that she's doing that is in any way new or like that impressive. It's it's more just like, okay. isn't this crazy that a pop star is actually playing a guitar solo? I feel like but, that's part of it for me too, of going on a list is not just to see if people yeah. I like are on it, but to see if people that I don't like are on it. I don't yeah. know enough about guitar like Brett does to have that part outrage me, but I do enter, and I want to answer Dan's question. I think it should be guitarists who created a new sound for yeah. when you hear 
songs they're in, they're like, oh, I fucking know that guitar, like yeah. Johnny Marr, for instance. And, and well, you're the, like, they, they created their own fucking sound. The perfect example is literally the first thing you read, 250, the last on the list, is Andy Summers from The Police, who literally created... Uh, he basically put a stamp Brett's on like, getting mad, a chord. Folks, I love this. <laughs> like, I mean, the the every breath you take guitar part has a legendary story even behind it in the studio. And we cut to a party. This <laughs> I know, man, but you guys got to go. Hey, guys, can you get Brett out of here? He's fucking been ranting about it. He's been trying on every angle on this. You can't even play a ninth chord. Without somebody accusing you of playing I love, Andy I love Summers. him. I love the police. There was only three of those motherfuckers. I know, but I, Danielle's getting mad and she likes to put a cap on it at midnight. You guys, just if you can take him home. I don't even think he's drunk. Just come out of here. He didn't even like the song. <laughs> Sting dared him to play guitar oh, on it. Oh, I'm having chest pains. I'm having chest oh, pains. We better oh, break oh, up Brett, this party. Can so you I... help Chris? Yeah, just Brett. Just get him to his what car. You, I haven't even what? finished my point. Yeah, maybe we could finish. I, I should gotta go to the, a heart attack. You I gotta go breath. to the hospital. I gotta go to the hospital. Who can get me oh to the hospital? God. Every I, breath he okay. takes is very important right now, Brett. So I, more important <laughs> than every breath you take, because I think that song. I mean, uh, you hear one note of it and you know what it is. Please get me to the hospital, please. <laughs> please. I also Brett. think the rest of you guys think I'm making this up to trick him. <laughs> oh, Why am? But I'm not. I'm not. I'm having chest pains. <laughs> Oh my God. I can't deal he's, with the real heart attack. He's having real. He is. No, stop uh, saying it sarcastically and stop dude. laughing. This is not a trick, guys. This is not a trick on the Brett situation. I'm having, no. I'm having we, chest we cut, we cut to uh, an hors d'oeuvre table at the wake. Wow, that's fucked up. We were laughing for like. I just. I think, I I think for it, a full five minutes while he was actually dead. I thought he was just really selling it. He was being hilarious. He was so it, mad at you. He's like, I think the word sarcasm, he half said the word sarcasm. I was laughing with him, not at him, or I, I thought it was with him. I, fuck. No, I know. You were definitely laughing at him or with him, but. but Why don't you just tell laughing? the cops? I feel like we have to get our story kind of straight on this one. <laughs> You mean the police? No, are you Brett, talking about the you police? You were not again? invited to this, no. Brett. You were not invited to this wake. No, not the police. Let's talk some more about that. All right, so I go into and we'll talk about this the whole fucking show. I don't care. I I go into a list like this. With, uh, I think I know the, the punk genre better. So I'm like, they're going to disrespect punk. So I'm just going through that going, who are they going to honor through my the genre I like? Okay. So who they did have, Chris knows. Can you, from memory, rem- name some? No, I only glanced it over. I was just happy Marissa yeah. was there. Johnny yeah, you got, a, was there. You got a quick school. So Greg Ginn was there at- Oh, uh, Yeah. 195. Who's that? Black flag. Uh, black flag. Joey Santiago from the Pixies was not there, which I thought was. Uh, I don't know much about well, guitars well, like Brett, Kim but Deal like, is, but I'm not going to put the Pixies in there. I'm trying to stick just to straight classic straight punk. punk. Johnny Ramone was on there. Yes. And Johnny Thunders and Bob mm-hmm. Mould and Tom Verlaine. 
and D Boone. I was happy to see. But uh, but we started the show with East Bay Ray of the Dead Kennedys. But who who do I want on that list, Chris Gethard? That you probably want list. Lance Hahn of Jay Church on that list. That's not that's very nice of you to say. But that, that's as a guitarist, I, okay. That's not <laughs> right in mind. No, I Wait, would never make pump, this of top two fifty. Why why is that very nice for Chris to guess that that's who you would want? Because we both like this particular band J Church and this guy passed away and it's a band we both like together. Oh, so it's <laughs> that like most sweet. a lot of people it's, don't even know about. Okay. I, I, I was at the old UCB theater on 22nd street one night and Matt was in the sound booth and I was a student and all of a sudden a J church song came on and I turned around and he was in the sound booth and I turned around and was like, just instinctively was like, wait, you like J church? And he was like, yeah, do you? Cause it's a band not many people listen to. Uh, but yeah, that, and that's why you, you, and that's why everyone has a chip on their shoulder for something when they go into any list. I think whether it's themselves or something they champion. And that's why you do get upset and maybe you want to get upset because you're, you're a fan. As Colin Coward says, it's short for fanatic. Wait, so who was the guitarist you were looking for? If it was Well, Dr. No, the bad brains. And I think the bad brains get disrespected on all these rock lists. Play, uh, can you find, oh, let me find it real quick. It's so nice seeing Lippert's face have the same blank expression as mine. <laughs> like, it I, literally well, sounds, yeah. I, this happens to me when people, even like when people talk about like character actors and I'm like, how do you remember everyone's names? I They never stick with me. Like, I don't know the names of anybody in any of the bands I like ever. I, I, I don't take that like extra that. step of like learning that stuff. When when this when this came out, people did not play this fast. And this band toured all around the United States. And band other bands would see them and go, What the fuck is going on with that? And it changed the way people played. Trying to mimic this guy and this band. So how's he not make a list? Brett, you can play that fast. Yeah, I think the drummer's playing faster. I think I feel like the speed perception of that goes to the drummer more than the guitar. That's my oh, maybe oh. hot take. Oh, he thinks that guitar's slow. <laughs> <laughs> play some DRI then, Brett. You cue it up. It's just going to shut to say everything's slow. <laughs> <laughs> DRI is again. It's like that. Uh, what they call D beat, right? See, he's schooling us. You can't have an opinion around a guitar guy. (laughs) Yeah, this is slow. This is pretty slow. You guys think this is fast? 
I mean, I, once they get to this part, like, I want to get into the pit, you know, man? Yeah. No, this is like a slow waltz for my opinion. Super slow band. Yeah, I think this is like this my song, mommy and daddy's so, music. You think this is mommy and daddy's music? Yeah, or my grandpa. I mean, they're like spitting on us, like the the, the somebody just took, came out and took a shit on the stage. What does that have to do with speed? Shitting and spitting. Once again, that's what my grandma and grandpa do. Oh, now I'm enjoying this show, please. <laughs> there they are. <laughs> well, grandma's in the pit. <laughs> See, this is slow. Hey, oh. Grandma, you got to lift that guy up. You can't just stomp him like that. You got to lift him up. Don't tell uh, me This how. is extra slow. Yeah, you see, the drummer's kind of fast. The guitar is super slow. Bass, slow, 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 slow. Hey, you got and your like, hands around my ears, and you're kind of just whispering this into my head. I'm really trying to enjoy the show, man. <laughs> it's impossible to hear otherwise. <laughs> I agree. Like I I'm making we out. agree. Don't Piss you want to hear my, my opinion? Piss on my tits. Yeah. <laughs> nice. This See, is... I'm embarrassed to enjoy the same thing my grandma likes. Oh, wait, wait, uh, did you like the, the openers? I mean, they were really fast. Mm, no, I almost fell asleep. They, they, ah, man, I wish, I wish I could show you or let you listen to something fast. I don't think you'd... And we cut to uh, we cut to an hour later. Uh, this next band I hear is supposed to be pretty fast. Oh shit! All right, man. That those guys rocked me, man. I'm exhausted. Hey, your grandma's like making out with I think like a 16 year old. You might want to say something. I know it's so embarrassing. It's not embarrassing. Uh, it's these slow it's... bands. These fucking old school sound bands are so slow. <laughs> um. Hey, do you want to like it? <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, slow. <laughs> oh, well. We're like Can't slow. believe everything you read. Yeah, even his voice sounds like a real voice slowed down. Hey, I can read lips, so do you get away from my ear. Let's just like... Uh, hey, hey, let's just go out in the parking lot. Uh, yeah, I want a cigarette anyway, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, you know what I really like about shows? It's just giving facts and opinions about what's on stage. And it's just so hard to hear the opinions and facts sometimes that, I don't know, I, I like the parking lot better. It's better acoustics for opinions out here. I mean, for me, it's just like my parents are fucking fighting all the time, man. <laughs> and nobody at school understands me. This is like the only place I can just go let out some of my feelings, my rage, my aggression, you know? Yeah, yeah, me too, like man. Those bands are slow, don't you think? <laughs> hey, don't shove me. No, they weren't slow. They were fast. <laughs> I, I, like, I would love to. They're slow, I, slow, slow, slow. <laughs> Why is that old lady shitting on a cop car? <laughs> Oh, God, we got to get away from these whack bands. <laughs> so embarrassed by my grandma. I think maybe scene. what you're like, your grandma hit the apex of punk and you can't out punk her. I think you could just, you might have to what? go the other direction or something and like we that. We go back and they go back into the club trying to, all right, let's just get her and get out of here. Where is she? Oh, oh. Oh, hi, Gavin. Gavin, I want you to meet Dylan. I think uh, you used to babysit him, Gavin. You're, you're Dylan? Yeah, what's up? 
Uh, well, hey, stop grabbing my grandma like that. I got to take her home. Why don't you just chill out and enjoy this fast music, bro? You think this is fast? I think don't this get is me ultra started, fast. bro. Oh like how my many, God. Look at that. He's got like two kick drums. Like, hey, listen to the guitar. Just yeah, that's the, the thing. It's the drums, dude. Fooling you. Everything else is super slow. This is like a soundtrack for a fucking snail fucking. Let's get grandma out of here. You think it's a soundtrack for a snail? Fucking yes. Slow. Oh, listen to this part. Ah, there's so much time between notes. It's embarrassing. It's like my grandmother's living a whole life between each note. Did you hear that? (laughs) I can't even see that. I can't even see his fingers moving. They're so fast. (laughs) Let me go see this. He moves to the crowd, going right up to the fucking fingers going up and down the frets. Slow, slow, slow. Hey, man, you're putting them in their heads. I've never seen them like that. It's hard really react to one member. You got to just let them rock, man. We cut to the green room afterwards as the band going into the green. Oh my god, I, I, I feel terribly, you guys. That Why? I felt like that 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 kid that, that that kid kept just yelling slow. It got me really in my head. And, uh, fuck, <laughs> we got to speed things up on stage. I, oh man, see, I didn't even notice that. I was just too distracted by how fucking hot that grandma was. <laughs> you didn't see him. She's so sexy. Yeah, I've never seen someone on stage throw their underwear to the audience. <laughs> yeah, like, I couldn't. I couldn't help myself. I had to. I had to strip down and throw my underwear at her just to make sure she got the message. Well, she got it. Man, everyone did. That that slowed you down, man. That slowed you down. That's I might have that- been the problem up there. I was so distracted. I might have been playing too slow. Hey! Your one-word suggestion from the Improv for Humans Discord. Our one-word suggestions on the Improv for Humans Discord. I'm not quite sure where we left off. I don't remember saying the word butane, so I think I'll start there. I'm going to say three words. Butane, rib, or pre-roll. I like that someone edited that suggestion. (laughs) <laughs> Didn't probably have the hyphen at first. Butane, rib, or pre-roll? Any of those words inspire a story from any of my guests here? Um, I'm in, uh, there's a new, there's a thing happening now in LA and probably everywhere where there's like, there's the new suburbs or like the new strip mall, but instead of like a Ross and a Cheesecake Factory, it's like a home state and an intelligentsia and like that's yeah. kind of how and like a jenny's ice cream and they kind of they, mm. it's they like move into the neighborhoods and then like all the 30 somethings are like comfortable they're like okay i get what this neighborhood is <laughs> uh and that's happening in atwater village right now and there's a the hugest of all of the spaces is a dispensary and it's like just like it's a like really, an apple store yeah it's like an apple store size 
But I went in there just to like see what they had, and they only had like two options for pre rolls, uh, and it's it's like this huge space with very limited options, and it's to make you feel like, I guess like oh this isn't shady. Look at this big dispensary. Uh, it's all bright and whatever, but but they don't give you what the one thing you would want from a huge space, which is like selection. Let's cut to that. Come on in. <laughs> We're back I'm so, here. I'm so sorry. Are you open? Yeah, we're open, buddy. <laughs> Biggest dispensary in that one. I can't hear you, though. You can come closer. We're in the back of this place. Okay. Is there any way you could turn on some lights or anything like that? It's brighter as you get towards us. Okay. Okay. I'll just Careful hit- near the middle. People sometimes get lost in that hazy zone in the middle. Yeah, you just keep talking. I'm I'm getting close now. There you are. I can see you. Hi, how are you? Be careful. Don't you? don't go there. You're you're gonna that that way led me down a, a bad path in the store. Yeah, can you I, can see me, but I'm actually not that close yet. I'm still about a hundred yards away. Please help Welcome me out of here. Dispensary, though. Did someone just ask for help? Who was? Did someone just ask for help? I'm over here. You already walked so far away. I'm n- yeah, here you go. You're getting closer. Okay, there you go. Hey, welcome, man. Hey, Hi. no, buddy. Don't keep walking. All <laughs> Wait, right. I, I'm no, so man. Yeah, I was trying you to should've... slow down, but my legs couldn't quite. <laughs> what just happened? How did we get so far again? It's oh, kind thank of an God. optical illusion. It seems your legs are stopping, but they're not. Oh, you're back. Thank goodness. Hi. What is this? Hi. I'm... It's... The largest weed store in Atwater, which is fantastic. I dropped my daughter off at school like seven hours ago. (laughs) And I've just been stuck in the middle of this store. I don't even smoke weed. I'm from out of state and I I wanted to get a kick out of seeing a dispensary. IDs. You guys got IDs. Now at this, we're so deep into this store. Yeah. Well, sure. Here's my IDs. Yeah. Here's my ID. Here you go. Scan. And here's a scan. All right, just to step on back there to the back, and they, we got a new choice in t- today. And, uh, there you that guy go. dressed as a cowboy. <laughs> um, can, can we come see on, what? Come on, step right on up. Yeah. I'm trying. I'm trying. Ow. Oh, ow. Oh, my ow. goodness. Are you okay? Go, go on without me. Just go on without me. No. I won't abandon you here. Not when we've been through so much together. Come on, get up. Lean on me. Now I need medical marijuana for even more reasons. Let's get it going. Let's keep walking. We got a 20% off special for the next 15 minutes if you can find your way to the counter. Okay, that feels worth it. Let's keep fighting this good fight. Don't you fucking quit on me and don't you give up. There will come a time where I need you. (laughs) And I need you to stay strong right now. Thank you. Okay, how are you guys doing? Oh, oh welcome. Welcome to the largest Thank dispensary. God. Thank you so much. In Atwater. <sighs> Do you have any edibles for someone who like barely ever gets high? Just like nice chill edibles? Oh, we got everything here. Um, we don't have edibles though. <laughs> None? No, but we have every type of marijuana here, cannabis, whatever you want to call it, sativa, indica. What are you looking for today? Sativa, indica. We don't have edibles. You looking for? I'd love some indica, please. Okay. Okay. 
I want something that will make me like a lot more creative, but not too sleepy. Okay. Okay. So you want, uh, you want some, you want some sativa. Okay. What we have is we have one sativa pre-roll. I have that. And then Jeremy, he has a hybrid. It's infused and it's just straight up flower and it's blue, uh, blueberry dream. And he's on the other side of the dispensary. Now I can't help but notice when you say you have one sativa pre-roll, it seems like you're not referring to one type of sativa that is pre-rolled. It looks like you have one actual pre-rolled joint for sale. And when you say you have it, it seems like it's actually yours and you're planning to smoke it. You're well, holding it's it mine hand. until I'm just need some money to get out of this dispensary, dude. And just like you guys, if he says, if I get, if I make a sell, if I can sell this pre-roll, then I have enough money to get out. Okay. And there's, there's a lot of choices in here. Like I said, Jeremy, he's got 3.5 grams. If you can find your way to the other side of the dispensary, good fucking luck. Good fucking luck. But if you want my pre-roll, that'd be great. And I I have a family to get home to. Wait, does your daughter go to Crossroads? I think she still does, yeah. (laughs) There's signs up for you there. You've been missing for- think I got lost at the school? I- I don't know what they think, quite frankly. There's a lot of theories about you. I recognize you from those posters. Also, I saw your daughter in the school play. She was fucking awful. (laughs) She's really bad in the school play. You motherfucker. It's you, Chris Jones. I'm going to kill you. And this chase scene starts (laughs) through the... uh, Shadows and optical illusions and um, haze spots. And until uh, they finally wake, make their way into this really swampy area of of the dispensary. So just so, just so you know, your murder attempt is lacking in both intent and clarity. <laughs> that's my review of you, Joe. That's my review of your murder attempt. It's lacking in intent and clarity. And from the murky swamp, a, a small three foot. Green figure approaches, appears, dressed in robes, laughing like a little Buddhist. (laughs) Who's this little Buddhist laughing at me? You have made your way to Jeremy. (laughs) I see you want some blueberry dream. Oh my goodness. The stunning second act turn of my experience in this dispensary. Heightened and delightened the senses in a way I didn't see coming based on the very slow start. Chris Jones. Yes, that's me. Perhaps it is time for us to review you. (laughs) (laughs) This is transforms into a, uh, he turns, he turns into a strain of weed. That uh, stays on the shelf and is unsmoked and unloved until weed becomes unpopular in the year 2083. (laughs) The end. The greatest concert ever. 
returns to the Upright Citizens Brigade Theater for a live recording. Yours truly, Matt Besser, will be there. John Gamberling doing the greatest concert ever again. Who else? Brett Morse on guitar. Paul Rust and Michael Casty will be there and many, many more. Get tickets now. That's November 18th, 7 p.m. That's Saturday, November 18th. Let's sell this out. Tickets at ucbtheater.com right now. Or go to improvforhumans.com. Look at our live date section. We got a ticket link for you. See you there at the greatest concert ever. Let's talk some more about that. You think mushrooms will ever become as popular as weed? Like people are taking it as just little chocolates now. I don't know. I don't know. I moved on. It seems too intense for me, but if it's in little chocolates, maybe people know how to dose it now. Uh, I... I, when I used to smoke pot, I was so terrible at buying it. It was when it was still illegal and everybody's like getting it delivered in New York and, or in LA. And I literally could never get it delivered. And I was such a nerd that it was always such an ordeal to like find out how to get a number to sell it. I still remember finally getting a number from somebody and then like, was it like paging somebody and then being in Washington Square Park for like five hours. And then I I was so fucking bad at getting weed. It was such a nightmare. But everything you just described, that that was all kind of scary, frankly. Yeah. But I I used to get in this guy's SUV. I didn't. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. The SUV. Getting in the SUV. You And that's where the, it would happen or it would take you somewhere. That's where it happened. You like drive around, but she just described like three different ways to get it. And like at, at Washington Square Park, you'd pay the guy, but he wouldn't just hand it to you. He'd go, "All right, you go walk down." He'd say a block away from Washington Square Park, and there'd be like under this mailbox or something. There's a brick under the mailbox because hmm. he didn't want to get seen giving it to you. And then you're like, "Is it going to be there when I get there?" And then sometimes you buy something that wasn't weed at all. The, it was sad. For too. me, the SUV part was scary because it was at night. It would always be at night. And you'd get in and you would drive around a corner. And then like, yeah, it it was nerve wracking. Okay, we, we see Dan get into uh, um SUV and he's just moved to New York. This is his first drug deal. And he, but as described, this large uh, uh, black uh, SUV with tinted windows is pulled up on the corner and it has its hazards on just like it said in the text message. Hey. All right, man. Thanks for the cash. You ready to, uh, you ready to memorize these instructions? Cause we don't write anything down. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, focus I, I up. My, I focus do my up. Best. Uh, are, are you, are you Sean? Are you who I was um, texting listen. with? Don't ask questions like that. What are you, are you out of your mind? You don't ask questions like that. Here's what you're going to do, okay? Uh, now that we've got the cash, you're going to get on the F train at West 4th Street. You're going to take it uptown to 34th. You're going to get out at 34th. It'll put you on 34th and 6th. If you walk uh, one block west from there, 
you'll hit Penn Station. You're gonna go in the basement, Penn Station. Okay. You're gonna check to see the next time that the Northeast Corridor line is leaving. Uh, you're gonna go to the New Jersey Transit either app if you have the app. If not, they do still have some of the machines up on the west side of the station. You're gonna get a ticket. And we cut towards the end of these directions that this guy in the SUV is giving, and um, he's kind of Dan's kind of saying them to himself as he actually completes and somehow uh, <clears throat> makes it to the end of the directions and comes out of a subway station in uh, New Brunswick. He wow. walks into the Aban pan and heads to the back booth. And he sees it's the same guy that was in the SUV. <laughs> Good job, dude. You ready for step two? What the fuck, man? You ready for step two? You, you, I know you said no questions, but like, I, I, I kind of thought this was like a thirty-minute thing. I, I was going to go to a friend's house. We're going to get high, and we're going to we're going to watch uh, all Listen, the. Listen, dude. At this point, you're in it. So if you want to get that eighth, keep yeah. following the instructions. Okay. And if not, yeah. keep asking questions and stammering because there is a window of time on this. Okay. Okay. Is, is this? Right. Do I drink out of this cup here, or was somebody eating across from you? Is this I for me? Take a couple. Take two sips out of that cup. That way, the people watching us know that you're cool. And the first thing I need to ask you is, do you know the difference between a storm drain and a culvert? It's going to make explaining I've, the. I've never heard a of a culvert, easier. to be honest. You never heard of a goddamn culvert. Okay. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I, I didn't know. I'd a bon pair. <laughs> a bon pair, indeed. Mm-hmm. What just happened? Goes in, well, that's a guy. He lives around here. He goes into stores and he loudly says the name of the store. And then you just verify that it's the store he's thinking of. And then we all move on with our lives. We see that guy. We follow him down the street as he walks into a Jones fabric store. So this yarn is what you're going to want for a Jones baby. fabric. Oh, yep. Jones fabric. <laughs> You're going to want this for a baby blanket. So it's not going to be too scratchy. We follow him further down the street until he wanders into a white castle. And uh, yeah, I'm going to get two sliders with cheese. Uh, let me get a... Uh, actually, you know what? Burger King? Some- uh-huh. Oh. No. Fuck. The I fuck mean, did white you just castle. Say? White castle. Yeah. The, the employee jumps over the counter. <laughs> Chases the guy out of the store. White castle, white castle. <laughs> they run, run, run through the neighborhood, running, and he he sees a way to escape uh, through the. He sees the back door of that big dispensary. I'll escape in here. Biggest dispensary in Atwater. <laughs> Biggest dispensary in Atwater. <laughs> Human, to unlock the bonus scene, you must subscribe to the ad-free version of the show, exclusively available at improvforhumans.com. I could not think of anything sexual to say other than you can say things to each other. <laughs> not even say. I couldn't even get out talking. talk That's dirt probably ed- good, Tammy. Oh, Jesus. Probably good. You're not a dirtbag or a bully. Is there a female, like, would you call women dirtbags at the time? Or is there, like, an equivalent skank. to that? Skank. I feel like skank. Oh, is skank like dirtbag? Because skank is, like, sexualized a little, mm-hmm. right? In my yeah. Mind. But I feel like of, I feel like female dirtbags are kind of sexualized, no? It's like if, 
male dirt bags. I didn't were- have dirt bag like Chris had. I don't remember that as a phrase. That's yeah, nice. there was one girl that these memories are coming back that she was, uh, I won't even say her name because, dude, her name comes up around people from my era of high school and people are still like, yo, that was the scariest person. There was this girl (laughs) who, when we were entering, she was my grade. So I was a freshman when my brother was a senior in high school. And I went, the town was very spread out. And I went to the middle school that was regarded as like the tough middle school. But then we started hearing that there was this girl from the nicer middle school, and there was a rumor that she curb stomped a dude in eighth grade. Uh, she knocked out a guy at the stag field and curb stomped him. Uh, and you'd hear her name, and people would be like, there's no way that's true. But then people from that side of town would be like, we know this sounds like it's not true. But she straight up knocked a man unconscious and then put his mouth on the curb and stepped on his head. What? And everyone was scared of her. And then freshman year... She tried to fight my fucking brother. She was a freshman girl. He was a senior guy. And they were in the lunchroom. And my brother was like, I don't know what to fucking do. Because she's a 14-year-old girl. And I'm like a 17-year-old boy. And then at one point, she like got up and was fucking with him and his friend. And if I remember right, my brother's friend got in a lot of trouble because he flipped out. And was like, fuck this shit and punched this girl. But she was like (laughs) a legitimate terror that everyone is fucking scared of. So no one knew what to do. But my brother's friend, if I remember right, he got suspended for a while because he did hit her, which I don't condone. I mean, I don't condone anything that was happening in a North Jersey high school in the 90s. It was all (laughs) fucking wild. Um, But then after freshman year, she moved to Las Vegas. And I remember like the entire school let out a collective sigh of like, Oh, thank God. Cause that was, she was a scary person and she was a freshman girl. That was real. Hey, Danny, uh, I got a note, which I actually unfolded and read, but Cindy Willis is, she wants to meet you down at the street curb. Wait, wait, Sydney, Sydney Willis, like Sydney. Cindy Willis. the, The like, the one who always wears the jackets with all the like patches sewn on there, and you know who I'm talking about. Uh, do you okay, have? Well, there's only one. Are thing you that would sweating? Happen. There's only one thing that would happen by the curb. You heard that she curb stomped a guy, right? Yeah, I wouldn't go there if I were you. Oh my god! I mean, what? If you're what gonna are my fight her, here? stay away from the curbside. I, I've that, just been reading so much like nonviolent feminist literature, but but at the, at the also. You know, I think I have to hit this girl to show <laughs> that she can't go around this way, right? I don't know. What do I do? I I would wait. First off, don't attack her in her territory near the edge of any sidewalk or the, or the edge of a street. Wait, her, her she's the one who's, whose mom is a gambling addict, right? Mm-hmm. We see that who Dan has been talking to this whole time is his... 11th grade English teacher. <laughs> I know I shouldn't even be passing these notes. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I worry I, I about feel like you, you Dan. kind of facilitate this stuff and watch it like it's a reality show sometimes. I would prefer a Faulkner novel, but if you're not getting that yet. 
No, I guess. Yeah, you. Uh, it, it is a little. I don't know. Fuck, Nuri. I don't. I don't. I didn't do the assignment. But we cut to after school, and he's walking from the school across the uh, football field towards the student parking lot. Someone runs up to him, like, "Oh my god, dude! Look who it is! They're on the horizon!" Oh my god! Oh, no, it's Cindy. Hey, uh, look. Uh, uh, you're the principal here. Can't you can't you help us out? It's like- <laughs> you're on your own, motherfucker. Good luck. You're on your own, motherfucker. Good luck. I'm going back inside and I'm locking the doors. Oh Jesus! Look, Cindy. Cindy, hello. I, I got your note um, from Mr. Dumais. Well, 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 look at the little bitch who showed up. I, I'm sorry. Her that voice I, echoes um, off of the stadium up, walls. showed up. Who showed up? He can't tell where up. exactly she is. Uh, Cindy, I'm sorry. I thought it was a prank when you invited me to Sadie Hawkins. That's why I said no. Oh, and why would it be a prank if a seventh grader invited an eleventh grader? It's not a very funny prank, is it? 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 Uh, I don't want to speak to if it's funny or not, because if it was a prank, I don't want to insult you and make you more mad. But uh, look, I don't want to fight you, so I will take whatever punishment I have coming to show everybody that this is not the answer. Suddenly, some uh, nerds from the theater department, uh, 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 from the props and stage managers part of the theater department, pull out this um, background curb and put it in the, in the <laughs> fifty-yard line. They're all of dressed the in, field. in like black turtlenecks and black jeans, and they lay it down and then quickly dart off. They've got little. We can go home now, right, Cindy? We can go home. Yeah, if you call where you live a home, Kyle. Jeez, I don't know what Chris Jones was saying. These have a lot of dimensionality and texture to them. Suddenly we see a five-foot girl, Freckles, come up behind the bleacher seat. All right, I, I, I'm doing it. Everybody watch. All the lights to the stadium turn I'm getting on my knees. I didn't ask on the you curb. to get on your knees. I accept my pun. Okay. Well, well. Get what on your I knees, do? bitch. Okay. okay. <laughs> Look, you see, no matter what she does to me, I will not meet her with the same aggression. I will martyr myself to show that this is not the way. She curb stumps the shit out of him. <laughs> 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 American History X, bitch. (laughs) That is not, you missed the number one lesson of the whole movie. It's about forgiveness and growth. And we we cut to the booth of the uh, stadium where um, some nerds, the theater department's there, including a a young brat. Here, here, play this bad brain song. Why she does it? Come on, she's almost done. Yeah. Oh, this is cool. This is so fast, dude, don't you think? It's a little slow. One is the fast part.
Let's talk some more about that. Uh, that thing about like the fact uh, this is just kind of a, a logic jump, but yesterday I never listened to the misfits and I was just like cleaning the house and I was like, I'm going to put on the misfits and see what oh, the story is. There's from Chris's neck of the woods. Oh, are they Jersey? Also? Lodi, Lodi, New Jersey's own. Um, I, they, they, cause I grew up like listening to Alkaline Trio a little bit and I always thought it was funny bands that present really scary. Like my understanding of Danzig is he's like a pretty scary guy. Mm -hmm, uh, yeah. and the, their whole thing being the horror stuff. And then their songs are kind of like poppy and fun energy. They feel like they belong sure. in like montages of like kids horror movies. I was kind of surprised. Yeah. It's Ramones meets horror movies. Yeah. I feel, right. I feel like, um, was Bob mold in a band called sugar for after yes, he left? Yes. Like, who's, so I think he had one of those like poppy type songs that I heard on XRT in Chicago. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he was having a concert and I went to it thinking it would be like that. And it was <laughs> so not like that. He, I remember at one point he just like set his guitar in front of the speaker and like left or amp or whatever, left the stage and it was just screaming feedback. Huh. I, I, yeah, I. it was the opposite for me. It, for me, it presented Poppy and I showed up and just really had my brains blowed out in a way I was not expecting or wanting. Yeah. What, yeah. Would, yeah. Uh, what would the vibe of a Misfits show be? Would it be like what Tammy, like, cause like the people that in my high school that like wore the patches or the shirts were trying to put out like an alt or like a scary or like a gothy energy. So uh, the, I'm imagining that that's the vibe, but then all the songs are like, here we go now running away from ghosts. And it's like, Oh, Hey, this is kind of just silly. <laughs> Well, everything yeah. you just said, they kind of started all that stuff too. Like they, they're really old band. Yeah. Like they were, they're around right, right when the Ramones were. And, uh, so t at that point that was kind of scary in a way it wasn't as goofy, <laughs> I think. And like they're pre GG Allen and all stuff that's really scary and dark and all that kind of stuff. But I think just presenting themselves as, Dracula basically and they'd put on makeup and slick their hair back and every song but some of their songs pretty disturbing the lyrics oh are they yeah. <laughs> if you get yeah, into it it's gonna get bad yeah it's kind of like um, Alice Cooper too if, like the whole persona was as if he's scary and you hear about him being banned in all these places and you listen to the music and it's like almost Beatles-esque in, in parts and it's very light I grew up on the in the south side of Chicago. So this whole scene was not really big where I went to school, but my next door neighbors growing up, it was the dad was a professor and he ended up leaving the wife for his graduate student. It was like a total nightmare and Ooh. just started a second family. And it was the two kids just went off the rails in the most like mm. stereotypical way. And I remember the daughter kind of turning into the kid who would wear the patches and go goth and which was also so wild at that time. Like it was just, that was just not the scene. It was more like house music or rap or whatever. It wasn't in any way goth. And I remember thinking she was terrifying for that. Just like How safety. Break pins. that news. That it's the grad. Let, let's student. do that. Let's, let's do the scene of uh, telling your 
significant. Hey, how was work today? Um, it was, it was, um, it was good. It was good. Same as usual. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, cool. Anything, uh, none, no new developments or anything? Uh, well, honey, I, I don't know how to, uh, how to say this. Um, you know, things have been a little rocky between us for a while, right? Wow. Um, I guess we're just jumping right into it, huh? I mean, yeah, I'm sorry. I just, sure, I, it's, I mean, I just been like fighting I, a little bit. Sure. Yeah. And you know, the, like, it's just, you know how I met you, you know, you were like such a bright young student and you were, you had so much promise. Uh, and you know, I was just a TA at the time and all of that. And, you know, I don't know what changed. We, we got older, we grew up. We see on the kitchen stove, there's like four pots of like things boiling and simmering. This like amazing dinner that she's been preparing. There's a 18 month old sitting in a high chair. Is there a way to turn the AC on or something? When you cook in here, it gets so hot. <laughs> wow. Uh, I just like sweaty and it's, it's a tough conversation and I'm sorry, but. You know, some people might say the first takeaway would be. Thank you for taking all those French cooking classes while also being a new mom. But sure, I guess if you want to throw on the AC. Oh, yeah, that's implied. I'm sorry if I didn't say it. It's implied. Thank you. I mean, your meals have been so just incredible. Dad, and just Dad, hold the ship. Dad, D. Yeah. Oh, my first goodness. First word, daddy. His first word was daddy. Oh, my God. My first oh. word, daddy. I oh, love that I was here to see that. Yes. Oh, let me get the camera out. Let me get the phone out. He feels so bonded with you. Yes. James, uh, the, the dad gets a text and he glances down and it's just tits. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Like, then uh, another one. I'm so wet right now. Uh, hang on. Let me just reply to this real quick. Sure. I'll turn on the air conditioner to make things more physically comfortable for you in the meantime. <laughs> Thank you, honey. Love, daddy. Second word, love. <laughs> love First word, daddy. <laughs> I, I don't want to nitpick, but your second word was my, your third word was first, your fourth word was word, then you said daddy again. So this is like your sixth word, which is great still. You say Love, sentences. fifth word, first word, my second word, four? I'm not going to argue with third you. Third word, you see this? daddy. You see this? He, he wants to argue because that's all that happens in front of him. He gets know? another text and it's just a, like a vagina, just a tripping vagina. Oh, Jesus, I accidentally thumbs down this one. Let me write a long little thing just to explain. I didn't mean to. Here, let's be right back. Okay. I'll just be here Jesus. executing your favorite cuisine to perfection. Thank you. Thank you. I Honestly, and you don't have to because it's going to be a hard talk and I don't want to feel. Seventh word, worried. <laughs> oh no! Guys word. Seventh word, seventh. <laughs> Eighth word, worried. <laughs> um, geez, I'm sorry. It's just like my fingers are sweaty. These texts are harder to send. Uh, no, that's Siri. my fault. I made it too hot in here. Now you have sweaty fingers. I'm sure that's like an important work thing that you have to handle right now, right? Uh, in a sense, yeah, yeah. Uh, Siri, text Megan, looking nice. Uh, and exclamation point. Okay. Great. You know, you're speaking out loud, right? 
Yes, yes, yeah. I'm sorry. I just I can't type it. I want to respond to this so it's off my mind because it's like daddy love worried love daddy (laughs) seventh fourth third. (laughs) I I I I, I, look. um, uh, That text was from a work colleague, but it was from one of my graduate students. Okay, it was and it's nudes and it's. Insane nudes, and and I, I don't know what to say to you anymore. They're like, awesome. Horny? It's awesome. It's horny. Night word horny. Implicate that word just from seeing this, or have we used that word around him? No, I think he figured it out on his own just by looking at you. I do. I, I I'm baby. I'm sorry. I don't know how to have this talk, but I, I'm having an affair. It's the same thing that. With you oh, and me. Worried horny love. <laughs> oh my goodness. I don't know I'm if it's love be... yet. I and I am worried and I am horny. I don't know if it's love, but it <laughs> you know. I'm gonna be totally honest and let you know that I've been having an affair too. <laughs> what? How's that feel? Look that anger. What Look the at that f- rage. With who? I've been sleeping with the bassist of a Scandinavian black metal band named Umlaut. <laughs> Are you kidding? That's that's why you always like go somewhere else when you put on those albums in the bath. And we cut to uh, his the bar where he hangs out, and he's talking to his his friend Matt and Brett. Umlaut, I think I've heard of them. I think they're pretty fast. They're fast, right, Brett? They're like a really fast, like kind of. It's more ambient than fast, I would say. You can't be fast and ambient. (laughs) Hey guys, I don't know if you got the hint, but the stools are up. We (laughs) rang the last call bell a few times. Uh, I know you're going through. Yeah, we're ready to go. We just need to conclude this one. All right, we just need to agree on one thing. We'll we can skedaddle. Just anyway, they're fast, so I wouldn't be too worried about it. I mean, embarrassed, I guess I should say. You should be worried. It sounds like she's into them. But they're fat. They're pretty fast, I think, even if they're ambient. They're pretty fast. I, I feel like, why fast. are you hitting pretty so? They're fast. <laughs> they're fast. Umlaut is fast. And it's not just their drummer. Mm. I think you all are missing the core of the story here. I really think we're missing, like, the Yeah, the whole band's here. fast. That's it's, my point. Yeah, no, I would say how prism. can you just say a drummer's fast and everyone else is slow? <laughs> You can't have one instrument going fast. They all have to go fast. This That's is misplaced passion. I told you my wife is having an affair and we're in a custody battle. You guys get you- the fuck out of here. <laughs> we're finishing our points. I mean, you can absolutely have one instrument slower than oh, God. the drum. I mean, I'm, my arm, uh, my left arm. I, I need someone to. Yeah, it's nice more. Try. It's more in the right arm that because the speed comes from the right arm more. So you can the left arm is useless. Even I agree on that. Pain spreading through my chest. Please. Is there someone named Tammy here having a heart attack? <laughs> I, um, my yes, name's Tammy. My name's Tammy. <laughs> yes, I was my talking about you. The, uh, yes, that Tammy. That other Tammy. Yes, not. Yes, I'll help you. You're number Damn six it. on the list of Tammy's currently having a heart attack. Insane <laughs> oh, humans. We're all human. We're all Tammy at heart. Because Tammy backwards is I Matt. And I am I and I Matt. See? That's where it happens, humans. If it were spelled differently, it'd be why Matt. Why Matt? Because I like you. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Mickey said at the end of his name. Dan, 
Matt. <laughs> Where can we go to say good job to you? Uh, find out about what you're doing. At Dan Lippert Cool on social media, uh, Man Dog Pod, the Improv and Conversation Podcast, and BigGrandeWebsite.com for nice. all the cards. Tight comedy. plug, folks. Tight plug. Chris, what about you? I know you got a new territory like Improv for Humans. Oh, yeah, the beautiful anonymous podcast, now proudly independent, um, doing our own thing over there. Check it out if you haven't checked it out in a while. Still going strong all these years later. ChrisGeth.com for tour dates and uh, Chris Geth on Instagram, Chris Geth on Twitter. And Tammy and I have a show together in early November as part of the New York Comedy Festival. So come check that out too. There you go. And Tammy, I know you're on lists everywhere. Where can we go? <laughs> I know you're on Instagram. Where can we go to say good things, yeah. find out about what you're doing? I'm on Instagram at uh, Tammy Sager and I post very rarely. And when I do, it's a very reluctant, shitty post to try and plug our show with Chris. So also if anyone wants to reach out that likes doing social media for two person improv shows, (laughs) that would be truly amazing. Wow. That was a self-deprecating post, but check her out because the shows are good. That was completely serious that I would really need help. We really do really (laughs) desperately need help with social media. Humans, I want to reiterate Improv for Humans for Humans is a site now and we're fully, we're fully go. We're That's fully right. one, two, three started. Right, Brett? Everything's right. capable now. We unveiled round two of the site. It's That's right. We can we can now have videos up that accompany some of the podcasts we're doing there. We got the Best Taste in the Universe podcast, or uh, sorry, yeah, that's what it's called, <laughs> a feed which has Maddie Beast picks. We now have Spotify list up for our subscribers. And on the Professor Besser side, we're posting videos. Ian Roberts and I watched over the UCB pilot and on the first, uh, oh, I haven't released that one yet. That's what we will do on the first Besser's Attic. Tammy, Chris, I got all my VHS tapes out and digitized them. Going to put them up on Improper Humans. So like the first live UCB show or the first like TV? We made a pilot that never aired that was live on stage and we decided not to do it that way. So. Oh, Oh, that's cool. That's really cool. I heard you're also Debating Will Hines about his improv essays, and I want oh in on my that. Is that God. all I want? Gone around? <laughs> oh, oh, would you do one of those, Chris? Oh, dude, that he sends out his. He always laughs at me because I get those emails from him, and within ten minutes, I'm usually on the phone. Like, Will, you just never want to see an opening. There's no world where you ever want to see an opening again. And he's like, or what's dude, with he's too like, many? Dude, the world would be shocked to hear how much you still give a shit. I'm like, I never stopped giving a shit, man. Yeah, me neither. And, yeah. and oh, but if there's if, if there's a podcast where you're just happen. fighting people about improv, please let me get on and, and <laughs> fight I, about I'm improv. Outrage! No, seriously, he doesn't want an. Op- okay, <laughs> he had I, one. I, I he had one too. post about no openings, and he had another post that heralds were too long and there were too many scenes. And he thinks six is enough. I'm like, uh, <laughs> tell that's that number me- seven and eight on the team. <laughs> You just have never seen 
a great opening. You've never been a part of a great opening. That's, that's, all that's what I is. said. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I sorry. Love that. I love that. I somehow managed to get people shitting on Will Hines and he's not even here. I'm sorry <laughs> about that. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that's what that's what's happened when I had Ian. I was like, we got to stop talking about him. He's not here to defend himself. Dude, he's the best. No one cares more about improv than Will Hines, but he sends out his essays. I'm like, I have at times called him and been like, I mean, first of all, it's some stuff he I agree with, some stuff I don't. I'm like, this one also just feels like you're trying to just get Besser mad for your next day. That's what I said. <laughs> <laughs> so do you just have a checklist of things that make me mad? <laughs> no notes after a show. That was his latest one. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> I, I kind of agree with that. do whatever the fuck oh, they wow. want. I kind of agree with that. Just because at least the way it is now, people get really in their head and aren't mm-hmm. doing like present improv in the shows. And so when they expect the note. And so mm. uh, for me, like the practice is the note. You do the show. You go like, here are the few things that we need to work on. Then you do it in practice. And people are much more much less in their heads in my opinion when you tell them they won't be getting notes after the show and then they're actually doing like honest performances okay but again i feel like that is more about how they've been receiving notes after the show like if it's if if you do a good job of presenting what notes after the show means and also how you're saying it and also like then people won't view it as like the moves i make are about the notes after the show Maybe. I think the inherent feeling that you can get cut means that people are. But that's separate. That's separate from notes after the show. Like you can't get, you're not going to get cut because of notes after the show. You're going to get cut because of the show. So like, what are you really in your head about? And to put it on notes after the show, it's like, well. I just think it's a little nutty to note. This is my favorite part. You want more of this? Notes. (laughs) (laughs) Because it's like it's like I don't I can't explain why I did half the things I did in the past hour and a half. You know, and so it's like and I can leave knowing what I did right and wrong. Um, Again, but it's like, why did me, you do that? Like, sh- that? Well, that's a shitty way to give a note. Just to <laughs> wow. say, why did you wow. do that? Wow. Wow. Like, you know what I mean? Or like. So th- that what, what are you saying is the, the good way the- to do a note? No, I just mean the dynamic that you have with the person who's giving notes afterwards. Like if that, it seems like that's what's wrong here. Like if feel like if it's a good do you dynamic. you have a coach you like and trust basically. Yeah. yeah. yeah and also what are they trying to do after the show? Cause it's like, are you going to note it to death or are you going to be like, give the real notes at the next practice? That's a real thing. Or are you going to like, part of it too can just be like talking a team off a cliff if they're so depressed or if there's like, this is a thing, but like maybe the next practice you've got notes, but I think sometimes it can help to have that debrief with the coach as opposed to with each other you know what I mean? And spinning out. I, I think it's definitely more- that. Definitely don't debrief with each other. Dan is just yeah. nervous because I always send him a full page of notes after Improv for Humans. Yeah. Good. Directly from Brett and Besser. And they're all on me. <laughs> and a lot of it's my body. It's like. It's weird because I've done episodes of the show where I get notes and like. 
there were a lot of notes about Dan and it was weird because the episode was me and Ronnie Adrian. And it was, I didn't even realize, because we had never even met it. Like we just met today. So I didn't even totally understand what that was about. I'm sorry. So I'll, I'll notes on some other show we you predict what I'll he would have done and fucked up. I love this. I love Tammy you, just saying, no, this is the way it is. And Chris, same way. You're, I, it's like it's like banning Sudafed because you're trying to stop meth. It's like you're 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 aiming at the wrong thing. This I, is what I, I'm in it for. Why did we even do any scenes? <laughs> <laughs> but but Tammy, if I can piggyback what I think you're saying here, and I totally agree with, and I and 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 Will, you're gonna have to listen to this and respond to this. He's gonna be so mad at me. <laughs> But the thing is, yes, it's you can't blame a structure. So every time someone goes, the hell, it's like, what? Or says rock and roll sucks or what? a I genre or whatever. You're just like, really? It's the way they're doing rock and roll. Not the rock and roll doesn't suck or the Herald doesn't suck or nine scenes doesn't suck or given notes. It's how it's being done. I do yeah. think all these things tie together. And I've said this to Will in a way of... I do think, because it's it's funny, because, like, you know, just the behind-the-scenes stuff, like, Besser, there was, I you hired me to run the school at one point when you guys lived in L.A. Like, some of the original curriculums, I wrote the early drafts. Like, I am one of the people who helped codify it, you know? Like, but I do think when it becomes codified, people think there is much more of a pass-fail factor in things. Mm. And I think maybe one of the things, and I say this as someone who helped run the school for a while in New York, maybe one of the things the school lost touch with was reminding people at a certain point, everything we're teaching you is for you to take it and go do something with it. Yes. And that openings and heralds and all these things, if we get caught up as a system saying you did that pass or you did that fail and it's just this pass fail level, well, then we've all lost sight of what it's really for. And all the best teams are the ones that are like, well, yeah, that show, we didn't do as many scenes as usual because that show went in a direction where it needed something else or it needed a monologue in the middle of it or where that opening wound up being eight minutes long because it was really cooking or 30 seconds long because we got everything we needed. And at a certain point, it's like we got to stop. You know, I think people f sometimes feel like the notes they get are just over and over again. Like, how good are you at playing your scales? And it's like, I don't need to hear you play your scales anymore. Mm. I want you to start writing actual songs at a certain point. And some okay. of that is people's fear. And some of that is on the institution. Fear, and we connect that dot to what them. Dan said about getting cut. And we go back to Tammy. I, yes. Okay. Two things. One, I think too, it's like, if are the people who are giving the notes so caught up in scales themselves? Yes. So it's like yes. the thing for me with openings is like, those are really fucking hard. And I remember hitting a really bad point with them, with the team and Sharna of all people coached us one night. Cause I think it was this group, Jane. And we hated openings and she made us do a herald of openings. Like it ended up, or that it was just like, um, it ended up being like 30, 40 minutes of openings that it transformed into something new. And so instead of like drilling us of a proper opening or like, you know, this is it, it was, she was able to transform it into something new and cool. And I remember Dorf teaching with like what a herald is doing a workshop. And he was like, I want to see a one minute herald. I want to see a one person herald. I want to, it was just like, here is the freedom within the form. So I also feel like absolutely graduate from the herald, figure out other things. But before you do know your scales, don't stay in your scales, but know them 
so you can from with, you know, anyway, that's where I'm at. Not anyway. That was awesome. And that's exactly it. <laughs> I just think a lot of this comes down to Will Hines improv's number one, number one rabble rouser causing trouble. Humans, for this kind of deep seated improv talk, you want the Professor Besser feed. Please have improv. me on that one. I can oh, talk about I'd love for you to come on. I'd be happy too. I would fucking love yeah, that. Yeah, Tammy. Absolutely. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. All right. All right. Well, everyone else, keep being human. This debate continues next week. On Professor Bess's new Answering the Humans podcast, dropping Monday, only available by signing up at improvforhumans.com. Will Hines joins Besser and Chris Gethard to defend his positions in a far-reaching discussion of the craft and practice of improv. Don't miss it. Improv for Humans is produced by Matt Besser and Brett Morris. Music by Dragoon. Please rate and review wherever you get your podcasts. For ad-free archives, bonus scenes from the new episodes, exclusive Discord access, new deep dive podcasts into the craft of improv, plus music and sci-fi bonus shows and premium limited series. Go to improvforhumans.com and sign up for the role of four plan, only $4 a month, or $40 a year. By subscribing you are giving us the ability to pay our brilliant guests and giving us all a platform for more interaction, and lots more comedy.